<laughs> we've already started is the higher estate where we talk about all things related to medical cannabis. We are here to bridge the gap between the lifestyle community and the medical community in a mindful consumption, or I guess what I'm terming or coining coins, but we have coins, I flight of ideas, term mindful consumption. We have an awesome show today. Really excited to actually have these guys here. We're going to be talking about uh, technology and cannabis, where we were, where we're going, the differences between uh, Canada, the US. Man, we already started on this, this whole journey of things. What I have to say, it's probably my weakest area, which I wish it wasn't. I'm technologically declined. I learned how to use a Mac in the last like year and a half. And uh, who was telling? Oh, he's already thrown out his cards. Yeah, I know your name, George. Oh, <laughs> tell some people to call me. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> you that well, yeah, yeah, of course. I got more. No, well, you can plug whoever you want here. We're just, <laughs> we're just gonna shoot this shit for a while. All right, there we go. Five. Uh, I swore we're gonna. We have our, our jar back here. We're gonna swear less today again. Oh my god. We're not gonna swear too often because, of course, my mother gets offended. <clears throat> um. And yeah, so I'm really excited to have this. We've wanted to have this conversation for a long time. One of the reasons I started doing, uh, doing the podcast is so that uh, we can enlighten or give uh, our, the point or come from a point of view that other people may not necessarily see. And that's what goes on behind the scenes. And so I have two really awesome guys here today. I've got Tom from Ample Organics, and uh, you're going to tell us all about that. And I have George from Canapro, and they, uh, and they build stuff. <laughs> and, and that's what I know because I googled them. Um, no, but we're working. To build saying, stuff that grows yeah, stuff, we go, right? We've, and right, we can build them, and we can we can we know how to build them, and we know how to grow them. Uh, but we're going to uh, talk about all things cannabis um, related to technology, where we've come from, where we've where we're going, and all that stuff in between. I'm not going to get too much into any. Uh, What's that stuff when you talk about things that are current events? I'm not going to get into too many current events. We're just going to get started just to let you know. I think B, uh, uh, Bill C45 passed this week. Second right? reading. Second reading. Second reading. And yeah. then, but they've deferred legalization till June maybe that they're going to maybe come up with uh, an idea of when they're going to legalize. They may, you know, come out with that in June. I don't know. Uh, Shit, they're gonna. It may be deferred. Who knows how long? But uh, anyway, so second reading went through. <laughs> yes, oh, I'm gonna I say again? you swore again. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Don't, oh, you know I liked it better when we didn't have the swear jar. <laughs> All right. I, no, I didn't realize I swore. I I'm thought I was call. doing pretty good. I'm gonna call you. Okay, you're gonna, gonna call me yeah, out. Well, point, you put point. the dollar in the <laughs> first time, so we're okay. Uh, <laughs> the dollar was for me. That's just in case, but. Well. Anyways. I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, keep, I'll keep, I'll keep it in keep, today. I'll keep, keep good, it in. You put your dollar in. Yeah, well, that was George's dollar, but that's fine. It's for you. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's. Uh, Today, I'm going to be relying a lot on you guys, and uh, we have some questions that people wanted me to ask that honestly I, I sort of understand maybe a little bit about, and uh, and and so you guys are going to have to enlighten me. Like even my little. My little sticker doesn't stay. This is how high tech we are here. Deficient. We have yeah. we have a, a we have a sticky a, note. Sticky deficiency. We have a sticky note. All right. So tell me about uh, tell. Let's let's start 
with let's start with you. Okay, and so let's start with what Ample Organics. What you do Ample Organics. So Ample Organics is uh, was founded by my CEO John Prentice in 2014, August of 2014. There at the time there was uh, about 12 licensed producers, I believe, and it really it was a matter of taking the ACMPR. I'm sure that everyone understands what that is now. It was now. the MMPR back. M in it was yeah. So it went MMAR, MMPR, ACMPR, right. and those acronyms I, I always screw them up. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah. let's someone yeah. Google them. Right. Um, basically, it was taking the ACMPR and writing a software program uh, specific to Part 1, Division 5, Section 11, which is record-keeping. Right. So we say all that to get to the point where we're saying it's record-keeping. So as a licensed producer produces cannabis all the way from seed to sale, so germinating that seed, tracking it all the way through its process till eventually you get to a harvest, a dried product, that needs to be tracked within the facility. That's part of the regulations that Health Canada puts out. Which a lot of people don't know about. They don't, well, they don't realize that. Um, I think that they understand that the, the government or Health Canada federally wants to track everything that there is cannabis. Every, everything to do with cannabis they want to track. What they don't realize is that it is the most stringent and most regulated industry in Canada and probably the world at this point. Um, so we, we provide the software that allows, and it's more than just the software. We're providing an entire platform Form now. It's a full experience. It's a full experience, yeah. So it's all the way through from, from seed to sale, but it's further than that. So it's going and tying in through partnerships and programs working with, uh, I can't mention all the different ones that are going on right now, um, but with labs and that sort of thing and, and companies and partnering with companies like Georgia with Canapro that, uh, you know, we're able to just expand in this industry. Right yeah, we're not going to look at them. You're not going to look at them. There he is. Okay. Yeah, so, but this gives, yeah, this gives the ability for yeah no, <laughs> where's my shades i know i feel like i want to yeah. look cool so it gives the the licensed producers the ability to provide that that record keeping all the way from seed to sale that eventually end up with a dried product whether it's an oil or not um and gets into the hands of a patient or a client at this point because we're talking you know only strictly medical right now um and we're able to track that all the way through that eventually there's a bottle uh, a patient has a bottle of dried cannabis product that has a serialized number on it that can be traced all the way back through that grow press or grow process to find out what seed or cutting or mother did that come from. And that's not seen in any other industry at this point. No, of course not. So the way that I, so I've been around since uh, 2000 in, in late 2010, 2011, uh, working in the clinic environment. One of the first things I heard about when it came to, uh, when it came to the uh, MMPR, when they first started introducing the licensed producer into the world is, how are we gonna track everything? Mm -hmm. And the first name I heard was Ample Organics has a system to do that. Right. And it was a back end, not just for the licensed producer, but somehow it was the registration of patients could get on there. Patients yeah. had their, and, and patients have their own back end, I yeah. think that they can use through is that is that true? It, it, yeah. Just so from the part, it's, I'll it's, tell you from the clinic perspective. Sorry. To yeah. I, I say this actually now that I come to think of it. We used to have, I helped start, you know, I used to work with, uh, I still do work with LPs from a, a consulting perspective, but I used to work as a medical director for one of the LPs. Um, and uh, one of the things that always came up and even comes up when I educate other physicians is, is 
people saying, well, you don't need to use your system. They can go and use now Ample Organics and the patient can, can order through Ample itself. So there's a lot of mystique around what the hell does Ample Organics yeah. do? We're involved they, with a lot of things. When you say seed to sale, <laughs> to me that means the LP. Right. You know, you can monitor the seed, yeah. you know, all the way up through its cloning. We, we are an entire level. cannabis platform. So what do you do on the back end so, for patients? And it's not so much that it's on the back end. So let's say you are a licensed producer end. and you can only... It you gets can, so defensive. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so as Jesus a, is as not swearing. Yeah. As a, as a client, you need a medical document, as you know. Right. Yes. And so you prescribe a certain amount. Right. Okay, a patient. For, for us, they're clients. Yeah, they show no, up I'm as clients, kidding. right? Just, um, so they show up uh, at a licensed producer with a medical document. Yeah. However they get there, that's up to the doctor or the clinic. George, chime in. And yeah, <laughs> like, George, come on, man. I'm talking like, so much. So that client integration <laughs> is actually, they're registering on, we provide the client portal. Right. Right. So it's part of the integration the that we provide. Portal? The client portal is basically if you're an LP, we give you all the software to manage everything. So part of that is that you're able to register clients, patients, and they can then register and get their cannabis from you. Um, so there's other integrations as well, which is ample care. So it makes it easy for okay. a clinic and yes. a licensed producer to work together to expedite that, that registration. So what does Ample Care do? Ample Care gives the ability for a clinic to register a patient. So I see a patient mm -hmm. uh, or another physician sees a patient. Yep. They, um, we decide we want to write a prescription. I use an EMR. Yep. So, but I, so I have an electronic medical prescription mm -hmm. with medical document prescription, call it whatever. Yep. That gets sent to the licensed producer of choice. Right. Do you and and then the licensed producer and then they fill out some registration mm -hmm. and then both of those get faxed over together through a system. Yep. Uh, through magic technology. It's magic. And it it's is totally it's magic. magic. It's, yeah. it's total magic. It's voodoo, yeah. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you press a button, it goes somewhere. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Um, ask a millennial. No, <laughs> kidding. They're on break. Um, so <laughs> they're taking a break. It's just too much work. Yeah. Um, so it then goes to it goes into the some system. They then register, mm -hmm. and then from the registration, you know, they call up the the patient somewhere between one day and two weeks later. Right. And uh, they can then place an order. Where does Ample Care fit into that process? Ample Care makes it instant. So, so I can put a prescription through using Ample Care. So your integration that you would use, you wouldn't, you as a as a prescribing doctor wouldn't see Ample Care. The licensed producer is using Ample Care that ties to what is it you said you you're using? You, you use oh, an EMR, electronic medical records. Okay, so whatever. So it ties to whatever um, program you're using. So that because the process right now would be you get your medical document. It's a it can be a lengthy process. So that medical document gets sent to the licensed producer. A customer service rep at the licensed producer then has to verify that. Correct. If you've never prescribed, right, they have to right, call right. you. They have to ask yeah, for yeah. verification. Yeah. And then it goes back. Then emails go out to the client to say, hey, you're finally good to go. Ample Care is uh, designed in such a way so that if you've already worked together once, it's instant. Really? So a, a patient could essentially order product the next day or that day. Really? Yes. Also limits their purchases per month based on the prescription from the doctor. And well, that's set out from the ACMPR, right? right? So depending on how many grams per day you're prescribed, you're allowed, you know, um, up, up to 150 grams. A so month. hold on. So any of the LPs that are connected with uh, ample, ample care, ample care, or ample organics, mm -hmm. does it come with it? It's probably like whatever. Here's your extra. It's like a little package, you know, like all tech companies. I'll get you there. a one sheet. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want the white paper of it. Yeah. But anyways. The, so anybody that's connected to that, 
has a faster response time than absolutely somebody who doesn't yeah it also cuts down on any human error important. right because they're saying. they're receiving something that they that the csr customer yeah, service yeah. rep has to input manually okay right so what if you mess that up what if you put in the grams per day wrong what if you put in the last name wrong all that type of stuff mm -hmm. where now it's a direct integration do you have to api with the emr yeah you do. So yeah. do you work with EMR companies? Uh, that's better for our tech tech people, like our actual developers. Yeah, yeah, but, no, okay. But yes, so I'm assuming that that's the way, into, yeah. Into them. That's the yeah. only way they would do it. Yeah. Oh. I'm only the director of training. I don't yeah, do any yeah, development, no. okay, okay, man? Okay, no, I, right. I'm thinking that this is <laughs> Ask a millennial. One of the, right, ask a millennial. That's what we, have, we did. We asked a millennial. Are you a millennial? Yeah. So you know. I'm right yeah. on the edge. So oh, yeah. the LPs, Nobody the LPs work with Ample Care. Yeah, the LPs work with the Ample Care. That gets basically it's their side of it, and then on the clinic side, it's just an integration. Interesting. I'll tell you one of the biggest problems we currently have from a clinic perspective, and one of the reasons why I think we need to bridge the gap and there needs to be a better process is because there's such a time delay between me writing a prescription for a patient or a medical document for mm -hmm. a patient and the patient getting their medicine. If you are sick. You go to the hospital, we were just talking before, you go to the hospital, you're having a heart attack. Do you, I mean, we're not talking just about Just to be clear, attacks. I didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, my wife's it's listening. No. He had a heart attack, he's lying. The, the, yeah, the doctor <laughs> had a heart attack when he now. found out what it was going to cost to set it up. Yeah. Said, Let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where am I investing? Yeah. Um, so... So the whatever I was talking about, anyways, let's move. Like, well, I can give no, you a, I can give you a perfect example yeah, for this. Okay, so I I have a background with the MMAR, right? So I I can I can produce cannabis. I'm allowed. Not but only. What's that? Not only a what is it? Also, uh, what's that? Remember the farmer club for men thing? Not not only, oh yeah yeah also, uh, uh, yeah. Also a yeah. client. And you're dating anyway. us too much now. Shit, yeah. Jeez, yeah. stop that. Yeah, okay. Um, so perfect example, as you know, you can split a script amongst licensed producers. So if you have three grams, one gram, one gram, one gram, one, okay? One can. I recently went through that process, okay? Um, I'm not going to mention any LPs' names. With the I am grandfathered. Yes. Um, but you know, we're servicing LPs. Let's show them some love, right? Yeah. I'm not going to mention names of the LPs. By the time I was done, I had so one hour to get back to the office uh, at Ample. I was already registered with one of the LPs. Took a week for the other one, and I'm still waiting on the other one. I hear you. I, right? We could probably all name So within time of an hour, within that hour span, that one hour commute, I was registered, and I could order by the time I was back to the office. Right. And that was the one that And that had wasn't ample. because it was... And that's because, the one that had ample care. That's exactly why. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I yeah. thought you were just plugging it. No, that's why, right? Yeah. 100%. I, I would agree with that, though. I mean, now... To be honest, I didn't really understand Ample Care. I always said, hey, I mean, it's great for the back end. We're not, we can't really sure. do it. It adds too much pressure to the clinic environment when we already are trying to write scripts and put all this, I, having another platform that I have to enter. Yeah. The LPs, when they when they used to come and say, it's just so much easier now, just go on Ample and do, do this thing. I'm like, no, see, for a doc mm -hmm. to add an extra step to open another computer or open another screen, yeah, you're looking yeah. at another five minutes of time and you take, you know, eight hours of five minutes, sure. every patient, you're looking at another extra hour. Do we have a question? Is there any way of knowing which LPs are using AmpleCare? Do you guys have it certified at all? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure because about it that. Saves that much time. I mean, yeah. Like you, you know, 
I, I, I honestly I can't answer that question. Look I'm a that, horrible huh? trainer. You horrible. We're glad we Do brought you. Do you work there? Can, who I, are you? I don't even know. John's gonna <laughs> fire me. I'm gonna get a text in. Like, <laughs> is he a millennial? Uh, he, is. Oh, he, he is. is. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah, you're fired. Unless you skateboard. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you do. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. All right, fine. Uh, we're going to come back to you. Yeah, come back. That, let's talk we, to George for we have, let's, let's talk, to, talk George. to George. The fun stuff. <laughs> so, wakey, yeah. Wakey. Well, so that's great. I actually just learned, I learned a lot just from that. And I think, I think actually now that I, I get that, I think that's going to be one of our, you know, one of the reasons that we use specific LPs. So I yeah. hope. LPs are listening to this. They're, yeah, they, they ample care is. Uh, they come out once they hear what it actually does for them. It's it's an easy. It's yeah. an easy. To sell. me, like it's Health Canada too. They demand that these guys keep every record of yeah, everything. Yes. and and they're they, when they come for audits. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's a one. You press one button. And out comes the report, essentially. That's right. Yeah. So, for the Health Canada. Yeah, so Ample Organics provides that ability where if they do their, hey, we're here. By the way. And you didn't even know they were coming. It's it's you click one button, generate yep. report, yep. and it's there, and they can go and walk around and do their entire facility. So Health tour. Canada must really like that. Yes, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's good. And we'll come back to where we think the plan is for the future, with ample organic LPs moving into a legalized world and dispensary models. Who knows outside of Ontario and different yeah. provinces? We'll come back to that. I want to talk to George because everybody likes the idea of growing cannabis. He doesn't grow cannabis. But he will sell you the equipment that can grow the cannabis, and he'll also do the build. He grows sticks and the shovels. And that's right. Uh, every, really good. He grows dreams. Grows dreams. Literally grows he dreams. Does. You want to yeah. grow in your closet? Well, he may help you. You want to grow <laughs> on 50 acres of land? They can definitely do the build out for you. Anywhere from growing to mediums to lighting to revolving, I don't know, some. you don't even have to enter a room anymore. You can just, nope. your little plant will come to you. I think that's what I read. Almost, Tell me about what you do. Almost. I mean, my background, when I was 20, um, we're going back quite a ways, maybe 92, I started working in a greenhouse. I thought you were tell me you were selling drugs. No, <laughs> just smoking. <them>. <laughs> <laughs> smoking. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. either way. Doesn't my really mom's matter. not listening. <laughs> no, <laughs> my mom always listens. What's her email address? We'll, we'll send. We've got her using yeah. cannabis now. So, so I, I, I started, I started working in a greenhouse in Niagara on the Lake, and I was a grower there for ten years, Ooh. and they were growing flowers. So that's where mm. I learned to grow flowers. <laughs> to be clear, to be flowers. clear, flowers. chrysanthemums. Flowers. Oh, sure okay, they yeah. the, the chrysanthemums. <laughs> yeah, other than yeah. cannabis, yeah. how to grow yeah. flower. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I learned. I learned from the owner. Uh, I was the grower. I was the guy spraying the pesticides. I was the guy mixing the nutrients. I was the guy moving them, driving the truck. You name it. So, and it was it was great. I mean, it was sunny every day. It was warm. Um, uh, learned I learned how to how plants uh, react to to different nutrients to to lights to to light cycles like light depth and and so yeah I mean typically over the over the course of ten years probably grew pff, ten million plants it was a big really? place yeah it was about it was almost two hundred thousand square feet of greenhouse wow. glass greenhouse so little did I know that that uh, way back then say twenty five years ago I was I was training for the end of prohibition where we are today. 
So after after uh, ten years at the or greenhouse, Prohibition two point oh, two. <laughs> I don't know. whatever you want to. I know. I mean, it's better than nothing. <laughs> so so literally, literally. Uh, so that's where I got my feet wet in growing and greenhouses. Then then from there, I got headhunted to work for a Dutch lighting company, and so went there uh, about seven or eight years. I was running sales North America. <laughs> Touch lighting company. I'm You're right. just thinking well, that's great. I mean, you went from flowers, you know, growing it, growing to to lighting it, to lighting it, and and literally designed, uh, installed, sold uh, really? lights to the largest greenhouses in North America. Wow, like tomatoes, you know, flowers, yeah, yeah. right? But but Green large flowers, large hundred acre farms. Really? So okay. so that's how I learned about lighting, and I you know I spent a lot of time with uh, plant physiologists and research scientists and people high end engineers at Philips and in Holland and, and people like that. So I, I learned a lot about lighting and how lighting affects plant growth and the spectrum and all that. So and that and I was I was single at the time. I didn't. So now. Uh, come come 2000. Man, they just take it all away from you, don't they? <laughs> come 2011. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Ah, hear good. No, I, hear, I love my hear me out, man. Hear me out. Got the best family. So 2011, I'm, I'm, married. I'm married. All right. I started having babies. Yeah, right on. And How many I'm, kids you got? Uh, three. Right on. Three little girls. Okay. Wow. And I'm but, I, but I'm traveling. Full of women. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Even my cat's a female. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. That's so, fun. Yeah. So now I try and travel a little more. I got a meeting uh, this week. Uh, yeah. Just go to a holiday in Burlington. You know. yeah. <laughs> I'll see you there. But so, so uh, yeah, where were we? Oh, anyway, so 2011, um, I'm traveling too much. I'm on yeah. the road 50, 60% of the time. And, and uh, I said, this is, this is not for me. And so I started a company called Pro Horticulture. And it was essentially lighting and supplies for vegetable greenhouses, for flower greenhouses. People I'd known over the, over the last 20, 25 years um, started selling them stuff. Anything I could, really. Um, then, then comes 2014, 13. Nine out of ten phone calls is from cannabis growers. Crazy, huh? Whether it's MMAR yeah. or ACMPR, sort wow. of, you know, MMPR. Yeah. Um, and and so I said, the you licensed know, producers coming around. The licensed producers <clears throat> calling because oh, you got to call George. He's the lighting guy, or you know, um, he'll help you out with your benches. He'll help you out with nutrients, whatever you need. He's commercial George, right? So, so I said, okay, well, if is that your nickname, <laughs> commercial George? No, well, I got a few. <laughs> <laughs> one's, one's Max Yield. That's my, my license Max plate. Max Yield, that's <laughs> awesome. My that's license plate. Great. Yeah, yeah. There you go, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's all. One's, that would not be to be confused game. with the publication. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Not even close. Not that's, even close. That's, that's all baloney. Max Yield, that's perfect. One's Hold on, are we? Cut. What happened to you? I just have to switch out the battery. Keep, keep, keep going. All right. All right. Well, yeah. It's all right. One's Hydro George. I've been called a lot of things. Anyway, Greenhouse George. That's George a, of the Jungle would George, really I'm fit. Cannabis Clooney. Thinking. I've been Cannabis called. You do, most you recently, like Cannabis Clooney. Clooney. <laughs> you look like a, <laughs> like, yeah, a weed whisperer. <laughs> call me whatever you want. But, but essentially, so. Just call me. I've had, see you. What are we doing today? Yeah, yeah. I've had 25 years of commercial greenhouse horticultural <laughs> experience. I don't have a degree in horticulture from Guelph University. But I know how to grow, and I know commercial growing. That's so what most people most people don't. Like. The, the 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 problem I see a lot is I get calls from people, and and you've heard all this today already, so I'm gonna you're gonna hear it again. But I, I get calls from people with a dollar and a dream. All right, they got the investment money, 
and they want to put in an application to Health Canada, but they have no clue how to set up a growing environment or grow. So they need help making proper choices. HVAC, controls, lighting, you name it. Everything, there's, there's a lot of money. And these people are wasting a lot of money sometimes, unfortunately, on systems that don't work well together. So what we're doing is we're trying to, we're talking to growers every day. We're, we're helping people. We're building places. Um, we hear the horror stories or, and I, and I ask growers, if you had a mulligan, what would you do different in, in your next facility? Well, wow. I love this, but right. this cost me a million bucks. I had to rip it out, right? So, so I hear that and we hear that and, and we bring that to new clients saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you build a facility that I would build if it was my money wow. with, with what I know. That's great. To avoid the mistakes others, unfortunately, have made. So and where do you start from? Do you start from, we have a, a, a buck and a dream? Or do you start, build your facility, we'll fit, like build a box, yeah. and we'll fit the box? You know, or do you build the box? Do you have the guys that build the box? Some guys, you know, bear, they, they, they come the to us at, at different phases. They, they may have a warehouse. Max Yield. Yeah, they may have. that name. <laughs> like Max Yield. <laughs> Yeah. They, they may have a they may have a warehouse. What's your name, Max? You. Max. It's like part two. Okay, sorry, it's just in my. So I didn't even right. know. I didn't it's even there. continue. Okay, yeah. okay, sorry. So where continue. do you start from? No. So no. So so from? I mean, well, we may get. Um, we work a lot off referrals. Okay. And and so uh, and, and it's a small industry, you know. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. So so people learn, you know, you got to call George, right? If you're building a place, call call Canapro. What if somebody doesn't have a place? They want they or they have the the space, they don't have, and that's what they have. They have a space, a dream. They have a couple people mm -hmm. with them that want to invest and start growing. Wow. Do you hear that? I can't. Yeah, you know what that is? So we're now we have a dance studio next to us and it's we're gonna be listening to dancing this entire time. Anyway, and I'm super easily it's like you might as well say squirrel and I'm gone. I'm like <laughs> I, I don't just look. I'm like a, look a bird. I'm like a boxer, I'm <laughs> out the door. Maybe he needs help. Yeah. We'll see. I'm right, you help that. Ah, Max yield. To the rescue. Your name's gone. Sorry. It's gone. I'm starting yeah. to regret I'm telling sorry. you. Yeah, that. no, I love it. I would I, I would <laughs> What's your name? George. <laughs> Just call me George, man. Just call me George. <laughs> All right, Max, yield. Uh, no, George. Um, so, but, because I know people in this position currently, which is why I'm asking you. You, uh, they, they have a space. Um, and that's what they have. They need help. Right. Unless they built one before. But they haven't. So would you, right. would, would, you wouldn't do the build because you're not a builder, but are you a builder? Hold no. On, what are no, you? we're, we're, what we're are not you? a builder. So right. we, we do consult. We do, okay. we do help people design, you know, give me the as-builts. Give me the drawing, the, the warehouse, the, the property, whatever you have that you want to build on. Let me see where it sits right now. Some, some, some people come with us, come to us with, with architectural renderings or conceptual designs. Okay. And we can work with that or look at it and say, mm, okay, well, this isn't big enough. Uh, where are you going to put your storage? You know, people forget a lot of things. They just, flower room, flower room, more, yeah, right. more wheat, the, more wheat. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they forget. That's because um, how they're evaluated. Yeah, all these companies. room in there somewhere. Right? <laughs> where are you going to put your 5,000-gallon yeah. tank? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So what part of the process do you do? Um, you don't in terms do the, of you don't do the the take me the same way that ample we just went through seed to sale. We, take me through we your built, process. We built places from scratch. You do, 
And we've built, well, we've helped people uh, if we come in, say, halfway through the build, and we've helped them finish it. Okay. Right? So, so dozens and dozens of those. And we've done probably, I, I'm going to say about uh, approaching eight or ten full from the beginning. So you would, you would tell them what they should do, let's say, for, hey, we want... I'm going back to the grow room because that's, you know, whatever. Or the clone room. This is how you should set it up. This yeah. is the technology. Do you sell the technology yeah. to them? Yeah, or we, do you we, we do. We do. So we will help them design it. We will, we will offer epoxy flooring. Okay. We work with an epoxy team to come in and do the flooring. Uh, wall systems, uh, insulated steel wall systems that are modular as high as you want but we offer that uh, we offer the benches we offer the lights we offer the irrigation the fertigation the Which HVAC fertigation? the control uh, nutrient mix oh okay okay oh fertilizing yeah fertigation yeah. it's a lot of gamuts yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, I'm about to pull out the <laughs> max yield <laughs> fertigation yeah that's you, gonna be the next you'll learn that that's good so so, so, so pretty pretty much everything they're gonna need from the ground up okay the only thing we don't do is we don't do the construction but we have some people who will come in and, and build the place for excellent them. Yeah. well that's really good that's great to yeah. that's really good to know I think that helps one, it helped a lot of people, You so you've probably started a whole bunch of licensed producers by now. Correct. Do you only work with LPs now, or do you work with people from all different... I, I help uh, MM, MMAR, I guess, uh -huh. uh, they're, they're the new ACMPR Grow Your Own. If, we, 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 help, uh, we help small growers that are growing their own medicine. If so, so if somebody, for example, somebody who's listening to this isn't a large licensed producer, but has their own home grow, mm -hmm. uh, do you... You sell light bulbs, for example. Exactly. Yeah, we we do everything. Okay, we have so the supplies. We yeah, we yeah. How yeah. do you two know each other? John uh, Prentice. John, yeah, John Prentice. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So Hi, does John. your system interact with his system? Well, once George has something up and running, that's where you would <coughs> probably already have the conversation with us and know that it's now time to implement Ample Organics. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? So will your? I mean, for example, they have to be if you're for for. Fertigation. <laughs> <laughs> Fertigation. Fertigation. It's a great word. Anyway, so for uh, for providing nutrients and irrigation to plants, they're on time. They're on timers, for example. Yeah. Let's yeah. say they're on a timed schedule. You do the schedule timing? No, no. we don't. No. But we so given the need of the industry and efficiencies that have been lacking in the past, Ample Organics is working on materials management so that all the LPs can start tracking all the nickels and dimes of where it's actually going. Because right now it's just are you money. tracking? Right. So you're a tracking right? system. We're a tracking system. We're we're and you're more the, concerned with what Health Canada is saying. We need to know where all the cannabis is what, at all times. Gotcha. Who, who got it? Who used it? Who touched it? Who watered it? So, but also materials management is a is a big point. Right? Well, that's and that's what that's what's cool about Ample is is it's not just seed to sale tracking mm. with a barcode. Exactly. It's it's supplies. So right. if if someone goes and changes their light bulbs, and mm. puts a new light bulb in, they scan it. There's inventory gotcha. management, yeah. so it can say, oh, hang on, we need more light bulbs, right. and it. It, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, maybe if not today, we're not there yet. Right, yet. but we're almost. It's coming. There. Yeah, it's that coming. you will yeah. be able to issue a purchase order to the vendor 100%. of choice, Canapro. Um, right. That's, so that's what I'm automatically. Saying. Yeah. So and, and, and you we get provide, the PO. Right. So Love it. We're their yeah. procurement so division. There's, there's Ample and Canapro. Yeah. Yeah. When so you when you think of other industries, this sort of exists. I mean, not to the level of tracking that needs to be done within the cannabis industry. Why do you think that is? Why do you think? Okay, maybe not really off topic. We're talking about tech. 
Well, we're not going to get in the political arena. I'm not going to get okay, political. Okay. I just want to know why you think. <laughs> well, why is why is it the why, way it is? Why is it the way? Why I is it like that? that? I why think that think there is still a, a large portion of the demographic of Canadians as a whole that are still against this. Uh-huh. So you have regulators trying to do their best, sitting in in Parliament that are looking at the entire industry. Yeah. So ones that have been supporting it and asking for legalization forever, yeah. and ones that are going, no, you shouldn't be doing this. So these regulations are being written and sometime passed to satisfy that entire demographic. Does the mainstream world know that you I don't guys know if they, exist? I don't know if they care. Right. Because mm. all they see at the end of the day is this bag pot. of weed. Yep. They see a bag of weed. They see a long hair yeah. hippie, hippie dude. Right. We're smoking yeah. a big we're the, we're the beginning, right? right? We're behind the scenes, like you mentioned, yeah. right? right? So we're helping the growers do a better job of growing a better crop. And so you crop. must work really closely with the ma- with whatever master grower means. I don't like do that. Do you like, term. I know, what do you call him? Like I don't I know. I call him a grower. Grower, grower, yeah. You know, I, I was know. never a master grower, even though I was, you know, So you were growing, I thought we were just growing flowers. Yeah, where do you put Christmas? the line? So you can, you can get a pound per, or sorry, <laughs> yeah. we're talking kilogram. If you can get a pound per candle or a thousand watts, are you a master grower now? Like what what, what level of like master grower are you? I mean, yeah. are you, do you have a PhD like from yeah. Guelph University or or any? I mean, I got a Papa has dough. What yeah. Ma- <laughs> yeah, master grower? Right. It doesn't mean anything. What does that mean to me? I'm sorry. You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, you may be a very good grower, great, yeah. but I mean, I have this struggle on an ongoing basis um, where we're you know what there's there's a big shortage of growers out there sure you know people are getting poached from sure. one LP to all another. the time happens all there's the time. a huge shortage of, yeah. of good growers well I think there's a huge shortage of people doing what you do too and there's also a huge Which shortage and there's also a huge shortage of good facilities for growers to grow in. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying because you can put the best grower in the world in a in a shit facility that, there you go <laughs> oh, this is for everybody, by the way. Like, you oh, share, well, give me like, that back. Put your money back. Oh, you, can, you can put <laughs> your dollar fifty. So you put your dollar fifty away because I got my own shit here, stash. Okay. <laughs> Stash. But but it, it, it's it's a shame because I see yeah. I see really good growers leaving facilities because the climate is off. Right. You can't grow a good crop unless your climate is yeah. dialed in. I liked your analogy you used earlier. So George and I got together for a coffee earlier before we actually came. And what was it? Uh, something about the F one and the go kart. Uh, well, you you put a grower. Mm. You can't you yeah. can't expect a grower to win an F one race driving a go kart. You can't put them in a car that will never. Right. So it's a you facility. Just say you're not. Com- you just can't compete. It, it, if you have a poor you climate, you can't grow a good plant. I don't right. care how good you yeah. are. What about I mean, a tennis racket? Uh, no, no. Just thinking, can a bad tennis racket beat a good tennis racket? Better player? I don't know. Uh, Probably. Yeah. But anyway, but I hear you. Formula yeah. One. It's. A, you're right. I don't disagree with that. Now, can you get a better yield because the light bulb's better? Yeah. You can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a master like But let me let me explain one thing. Let me so so and I this explain is what this, I don't, to this is what we want to hear. This so, is what people want to know about. What is, you know, what is the am, the ample? What is the best <laughs> what is I guess there's no best environment No, to there grow is. In. There really is. Oh, there is. So so if is you look at if when you, you want to live in yourself. <laughs> well, right. It's beautiful. No, you, it is. Right. You got to put yourself in the plant's spot. Mm-hmm. So there, like there, there are. I, I live my, I live my life, or it's pretty sad. I don't have much of like a life. Like a candle in the wind. No, no. Have you ever heard of Liebig's law of the min- minimum? Liebig's law of the minimum is essentially a, a barrel. Okay. With with staves on it all yeah. the way around, and and so you've got you've got grow factors of CO two, light, 
temperature, nutrients. So you R- provide R- all R- that stuff. R- light. So, yeah. so to grow a plant, you need certain acids, certain Correct. grow factors. Yes. If you give a plant everything it needs except for CO2, it doesn't matter how much more light you give it. That's the limiting factor. Mm-hmm. So, so you've got a whole bunch of things that you have to um, efficiently bring to an optimal state. So, so if you if you if if you have everything dialed in, and you put a better light in, then yes, you're going to yield more. It's it's a known fact that one percent more light is one percent more growth. If that is the limiting factor. Uh huh. You you just mentioned something interesting, and this comes down to the whole tech world. You so, sort of or the tech environment or the way that we grow such a sterile environment here in Canada. Um, and you said you, you said something about your, the plant and you, like you, you want to grow in an environment that you, you would want to live in mm-hmm. and you want to live your life sort of in the way that a plant grows, right? Uh, there's a, a, a friend of mine, uh, Brian, from uh, a company in uh, medicine called Medicine Box. They grow in California. And he always said... Uh, uh, what you feed the plant, it's not a matter of what the plant looks like, but it's a matter of what's in the soil or it's what you, what, how you feed the plant is how that plant is going to grow. Um, it's what is below is above. That's sort of what he said. So my thought process is, and, or my, my question then is, if we're so damn techie, how do we stay true to what the whole purpose of this environment started? Oh, I'm not saying that we're all, let's all move to humble. Mm-hmm. And and you know, and and just live that life. And although living a mindful life is really good, how do you stay mindful? And how do you stay, you know, part of part of the world, like the, of the organic world, and which people really care about, whether it's mm-hmm. organic, yeah. even defining what organic <laughs> means yeah, yeah. means something to somebody else. How do you stay? How do you stay true to that in an environment that you guys work in? Does that make? Is that a fair question? No, you don't uh, give a shit no, about that I, question. The other fuck. Well, oh. we got to. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Ching ching. You've done well so far. Yeah, you have. I have. Um, first of all, we don't live in California. No, I know. Right? But we so, live here. But how right. do you? How do you? Well, do you believe I get this in, a in lot. that? So kind of? I do. I do Q and A's at right. colleges of and universities. And one I, of the questions people have asked up, me this question. I'm like, bringing it hey, up to you guys. Hey, how do we? How do we? What about? Um, because Bill C forty five, we're still waiting on that to be passed. What about outdoor growing? And right. I say, well, okay. That's fine when it's your backyard and you have one or two plants. Right. When you have a crop of 10,000, 100,000 cannabis plants and you are um, you know, dedicated to that strain and the genetics and then some a wind comes and plants a male right. and now decimates your crop oh, because it's, you've thing. got seed coming out yeah. of it. So the, you know, the environments are different. Now, Early on days of MMAR, most people were working in, you know, they're playing God indoors, right? right. Mm. And then some of them were allowed to grow outside and some of them would try that. And, but so we've, we've mimicked that and grown that to a commercial scale. And now they're looking at, you know, um, retrofitting greenhouses so that uh, they can recreate it. And that's the closest thing. When we're talking sun grown in Canada, in most cases, George, correct me if I'm wrong, we're talking greenhouse, right? We're I, not- yeah, a lot, a lot of people or consumers associate greenhouse product with outdoor. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. Because you're getting, there's, there's the best light bulb in the world is in the sky. Yeah. Right? I don't care. So, so you're giving the plant natural sunlight in a, in a, in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. So that's the way to grow. I'm not Dude. saying that. Okay. What so, is the optimal environment? Yeah. The sun. 
is like you I, said, one sun is the best yeah. light bulb. When someone so comes long. to me and says, I want to build the perfect facility, yeah. I start at the plant. Yeah. Okay. And I work backwards. Well, you start at the genetics? Because the plant wants 25 to oh. 26 Celsius. It wants 1,000 ppm CO2. It wants, say, 60% RH, 50% RH. you you got to start at, at the climate. It goes back, all goes back to the climate. If the plant it grows best in certain conditions, you got to deliver those conditions mm -hmm. to the plant, whether it's greenhouse, indoor, outdoor, I don't care. Mm -hmm. so, so you always got to think about the plant and then give the plant what it needs using commercial horticultural solutions. I mean, if at the end of the day you're trying to imitate a natural environment, would the natural environment not be the best place to grow it? Outside of the idea of having cross-pollination, I know they have this problem in California even. Yeah. Well, we scary. Have to, we have to add I had a, a call couple, from a yeah. customer in Colorado last week <coughs> saying, George, do you have any um, screens or something for my greenhouse mm. that will keep uh, pollen out? Yeah. Because, because my neighbor just planted uh, a 10 acres of hemp. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's me. No, I don't. I'm Hemp, sorry. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Anything like right. you, you know what the solution is? What? For sale. And, really? and <laughs> yeah. get out of is there that because it? well, yeah. They make it so that's difficult though in certain parts of the US to grow and you have to grow in a very specific area. They didn't even allow them to grow indoors for a long time that and then they they put such restrictions but the guys who were growing the corn next door had really much lenient more lenient or even grapes lenient restrictions and then there was a whole bunch yeah. just takes one wind and it's all and your whole crop is gone yeah. and you only and I it guess, can get, travel miles and you're getting one crop a season like right. you're not you're like now you can using your environment you can manipulate to bloom or flower whenever the heck you want basically yeah five you crops can, a year you can get yep. five crops a year which is which is pretty pretty huge that you can then go monitor yeah right mm -hmm. yeah so where we started from let's let's just go back to like when I, I don't back in the day, you sort of started to mention it. We just started with you know outdoor growing, mm. and then we came into the hydroponic world, and now we have people growing with fish. They use <laughs> tilapia, yeah, right. Uh, Aquaponics, yeah. Aquaponics. How do you feel about? No that? comment. No. <laughs> how do you feel Let's about? Let's talk that? about Max Yield. Right. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Mm, Max Yield. I'm. I mean. Okay. Like, so I, I, there's so everybody's coming out with. So actually, to come back to the organic. Everybody's trying to. I, it's like faux organic. It's it's the uh, I, you know I call it like the faux hippie. Again, it's, like, it's define organic. Right. Right. It's, yeah. yeah. Do we go with Health Canada's definition of organic? Do we go with uh, there's just Natural, too many right. growing. Like, so, and that? don't forget, we're also entering this this time where everyone's going to be vying for the spotlight of my product is better than yours. So they're going to start to use these little. I'm not going to say organic fish hydroponics are gimmicky or anything because I honestly don't know enough. I'm right. I don't. About I don't. That. I don't know but, much about it either. But if I have on the label, George George knows. is not. No, George he doesn't knows. know anything. He, Nobody yeah. can see him now. George However, left the building. There <laughs> are there are companies that are going to be looking to stick something <laughs> on that label, which is limited Max at this you. point as well. Yeah, <laughs> that can say this has fish in the water or something, right? Right. And. If I'm a fish lover, maybe I'll buy that one. Right. So, th but that's what it sounds like. I'm like, oh, it's a great idea to me. Wow, you really like the kombucha over there. <laughs> I was like, I like hey, the he's, kombucha. He's got a full glass. Let's get some more kombucha. Some kombucha. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. get some more kombucha. George wants some kombucha. You know, when you first start his, drinking his gut kombucha, biology is going to be just rocking. rocking. You know, here's what they don't tell you. When you first start drinking kombucha, I'll tell you after. Thank you. Don't, don't tell him until he gets his other glass <laughs> in gonna, him. I know. Don't that's let what him. I'm going to do. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to be 
like out to here tonight. You might float <laughs> yeah. away like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory yeah. guy. Max Eel. Max Eel. Loompa. I love it. You turn into a blueberry or something? Right. That's what happens. It might just say Max Eel on it, but. Wow, there's lots of. <coughs> we're probably out. I think you guys have it. Yeah. We run through. Do we tap like, the keg? We tap, we tap the kombucha like, keg. Like we we go through yeah. at least one of these like Thank big you. kegs a month. At least wow. one of these a month. We have two empty ones just sitting right here. Everybody seems to really. I think it's just because we give it away. Come to Synergy and we'll give you kombucha. <laughs> no shortage of guests. Yeah, no yeah. shortage of guests None. here. So many podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's how he sold me. He's like, you know we have kombucha. I'm like, right. George Obviously. doesn't know what that is, but <laughs> I'll bring him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. Uh, who's George? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry, Max. 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 Max Yield. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so Max Please Yield. Oh, We've got to stop that. It's, it's kind of old. But we have to comment on the great hairstyles today, yeah. too. Everybody's got like on yeah, point, I mean, you yeah. know? Everyone got a haircut for this. I was gonna get one. You just talk about hair so much. I thought I, know. I should go and get I one. I actually didn't. I, I this did. Is long. I yeah. did. I still like Clint from uh, MMJ. He came with. He remember Clint. Clint's getting his. Tom his told me I was gonna too. be on TV, so I got a haircut. You will last be. Week. This will be on next. I uh, last. I got one last week too. Actually, look, about a week. Really yeah, looks I'm pretty. Week. I'm a week out too. Yeah. I usually like it when it comes to a point a little bit more, but whatever. Anyway, so back to this organic <laughs> we business. Digress. <laughs> I digress. Back to the organic thing. We were talking about fish. Everybody's coming up with some sort of gimmick. So we came from nothing because we grew outside. Then regular hydroponics. That's just lights inside growing. Yeah, no, it's a form of growing using water and uh, usually soilless, soilless substrate. I, I mean, you've had enough of that. <sighs> soil Look, versus I'm gonna be no honest, soil. Soil versus. No I, soil. I struggle. I struggle. Um, I struggle with. Commercial horticulture versus indoor hobby hydroponic store stuff. Okay. Right. So, what you do, and don't get me wrong, I, I've built 500 square foot rooms, and we're working with 650 thousand square foot growers. Right. So, but what we see a lot are, are, uh, and it goes back to making those those bad choices in equipment. So, for example, I'll give you an example: a plastic oscillating wall fan. Everybody wants one, right? right. Or ten. And yeah. You yes. don't even buy those things. You rent those for three months because they right. don't last in an environment where that's humid or moist. Mm -hmm. You know, so so again, it comes back to okay. Have you seen this fan? It, this will actually outlive me, maybe thirty thirty years. It, it's a sealed motor. It's a commercial fan. They use them in greenhouses. People don't know. A lot of people don't know that these solutions exist. These commercial solutions. So. Um, I'm seeing a lot of indoor hobby style choices being made <coughs> on what someone did on a thousand square foot uh, MMAR grow. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that, but you can't extrapolate what you do in a 500 square foot room to a 50,000 right. square foot indoor facility. You, or you can't use the same equipment. It doesn't. Would you be able to tell somebody how much, for example, irrigation they needed in order to make this? 600,000 square foot grow grow. Absolutely. That's we can even do cultivation plans. I mean, really? we do the benching designs and we know how big the benches are going to be. And, and if you tell me the plant spacing the grower wants, I can tell you exactly mm. how many plants you're going to have times five crops a year times, you know, X amount of grams per year. It's all just math. So do you believe that you're, you guys are, you're growing in the I can't say the word organic because you said, what, what does that even mean? Yeah. I don't know. Does natural, but yeah. all natural also has its own meaning. People yeah. want to know. This is, what the, this is what the people, this is what the viewership wants to know. <laughs> this is what I want to know. 
are you growing in the most natural way you could given the yield you're looking for given the circumstances you can it may not yield as much as other commercial solutions but okay. you can grow organic full organic there there are some challenges though with organic so you know but look at the end of the day the consumer is going to dictate what they want right some people like budweiser just fine mm -hmm. some people want um, a, a local craft brew right right and and so it really depends on what your market is but if we're trying to be mindful about business which i think we should all be uh, at least that's what my goal and one of my goals in the industry is to be mindful about everything we do, right? From a mm -hmm. medical perspective, I just don't go handing out prescriptions uh, for cannabis. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Oh, Tom! I'm sorry. Uh, uh, you know, I laugh. <laughs> I laugh because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Maybe, you know, um, can happen. But, um, well, it can't. But the... I, I don't know, what the fuck? Who am I talking about? Were you talking about... Talking about uh, you keep... You're talking uh, about a, a business. Point I was going to add. Yeah, so we're talking about, about organic. We're talking right? about organic. So the most yeah, yeah. if you boil it all down, the most natural of natural ways you can do anything is, is find clean soil, a clean right. area outside if you want, or inside. But most cases, outside, take a seed, germinate it, stick it in the ground, and don't touch it. Right. But let's not forget that multi-million dollar companies are wanting to produce maximum yield. Right. Max yield, <laughs> right? It's crazy. There's a lot riding on the it, line. It, They've right. got investors yeah. and boards of directors, and they they want right, of to course. maximize the output of that facility. The return so, on the investment. These some of these people are spending tens of millions of yeah, dollars. Of yeah, of course they are. They need her, and and don't don't forget, this is going to be a commodity. Oh right? yeah, like a tomato or anything yeah, else. Sure. It's going to be a race to the bottom. Well, it ha it has yeah. already been. You I have mean, to. If we take a history lesson back to the 1500s in Canada, here's a little history lesson. Anybody that owned a farm larger than 60 acres in Canada was mandated a portion of that farm had to grow hemp. Oh, that was right. Elizabeth, yeah, that's true. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. That's because we needed to maintain, we needed a commodity that wasn't run by Russia at the mm -hmm. time. Uh, the, and mm -hmm. the hemp industry was pretty much run yeah. uh, by, the, uh, by, by Russia at the mm -hmm. time. And we wanted to be independent. It was actually a British mandate. Canada, I don't think, existed then. I don't know. Uh, we're only a couple hundred years. But it was a, a British, uh, we're 150 years old. <laughs> I took history, you know, it was a history, <laughs> geography. I don't know. I didn't do too well in school until you university. You're not a historian. You're a I'm doctor, not, man. Listen. <laughs> I, I, you Damn know. it, Jim. I'm just a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, None I, of the millennials should, listening will get that. No. no. <laughs> not one. Not one. No, but they're Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> Jim. Star Trek. Just oh, Star Trek. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so it is a commodity. I, I agree. But I think at the end of the day, we're trying to still be mindful. And I think that's what most people want to do. Even right. in the, the way that the industry... We're talking about the difference between the way that Canada and the U.S. Is, has developed... Our, yes, the world is looking to us and looking to you guys because I think what you guys have is 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 outstanding, and the rest of the world can learn from it. At the same time, we're a very top-down industry in Canada, very industry-driven, very business-driven. Whereas places in the U.S. like California, it's a very um, a very bottom-up, very community-based world now trying to you know uh, that's been doing it for a lot longer than we have, mm. but also we're pretty much light years ahead when it comes to the industry and the technology and, yeah. I mean, okay so are we are we ahead in technology well we, must we, we are I mean not, not so much the technology the technology exists uh, anywhere in the world if you know where to Germany. go and find the go and find the right say equipment and and 
software. Software, right? yeah. Well, but, I, but, I think uh, you guys are when it comes But what I'm okay. saying is, like, yeah, Canada, the, the facilities we're building here are so over the top and, um, like, if, you know, pharmaceutical grade, right? I, I don't, I, I get to go into, I'm fortunate, I, I get to go into a lot of licensed producers. Right. I, I literally go through air showers. I have to put on booties. If I got scruff like today, I yeah. got to put a beard net yeah. on. I mean, to keep it to keep it booties. clean, clean, clean. And we sell air disinfection systems. I mean, right. uh, water disinfection yeah. systems. You got to so, put your feet through a thing. You know, uh, beneficial yeah. insects to, right. to go after the bad bugs, and you know. But look, I, I talked to I talked to a customer yesterday in Colorado. He said, George, we're at eight hundred dollar pounds now. Right, we're not getting two yeah. to three thousand dollars a pound like we were two that's, years ago. That's great because the consumer. That's great. There's yeah. it's supply and demand supply with, and everything. with our dollar where it's at. It's still like three yeah. grand to us. Right, that's <laughs> true. That's he, true. And he literally te- he told me yeah. if it gets to five hundred, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can't, I can't, you can't make compete. any money. I that's can't make a living. Yeah. And I come from uh, industries, like, you know, tomatoes, uh, yeah. greenhouses, uh, flower greenhouses. These guys, it's it's hard. If you have a crop failure, there goes your profit for yeah. the year. You're right. not going to Disneyland this year. So and so to me, you know, it's Good it's point. about a return on investment. It everything has a payback in in my world. And if you if you look at if you look at growing anything. It's energy and labor. Those are your two biggest expenses. So how am I going to do that? Well, look at Holland. Mm-hmm. Look at the automation they put in um, 20 years ago because they had to. Otherwise, they're going broke. Right. right. So there's automation systems out there. I haven't even shown people in Canada yet mm-hmm. because they're just wrapping their heads around some of the technology that we show them, like a greenhouse or conveyor belts. Yeah. All this stuff, I, I can literally have a plant go from this clone area to the flower room automatically and back when it's time to come out. Hmm. That, that, that stuff exists. They're doing it in Holland and wow. around the world in, in greenhouses for years. You gotta save. You gotta save labor. You gotta save energy. You know, I, I, I mean, I think it's great. At the same time, I sort of feel like I don't want to say I'm slightly depressed for. It. I love the idea of technology, and I think it's gonna, from a medical perspective, I think it's outstanding. Because it adds a, uh, I think both your systems add a, um, a very system systematic approach to quality assurance mm-hmm. that you can't get from a human eye, right. and you, you, that you just can't assure any other way. One, your system will decrease double doctoring. It decreases, um, it, like the the whole uh, the whole process of making sure that everybody's getting what they're supposed to get without the wrong prescription right. going on. Right. Well, yeah. that's exactly right. Using our technology, you can, it, it, as long as you're using our technology properly, the software right. properly, you can't fulfill a patient's order with the wrong bottle. It's impossible. Right. You, right. You can't do that. Right. And with your system, you're going to have the quality assurance that those who have immunocom- that are immunocompromised aren't going to have some strange... Uh, you know, uh, bacteria that shows up that wouldn't harm the regular population that would do nothing. Let's just make that clear. You can grow cannabis outside. Most, most, like most of the bacteria or, you know, the fungus that are, that happen to grow on cannabis wouldn't hurt you unless you're immunocompromised. If you are, then it can cause a significant issue. You can avoid that using your technology. Yet at the same time, you know, you lose the mom and pop shop. You lose that. You lose the, are you losing the heart? Mm. Is, you know, does the millennial have a heart? I, I think people love the micro grow. 
I think once they once they start issuing yeah. those licenses, like it more. I mean, they support craft breweries like crazy. Way exactly. Right. Okay. That's that's but it. That's, exactly. That's, that's that's niche is going to be. It's going to be Budweiser in the niche, right? I mean, uh -huh. that's yeah. obvious mm -hmm. that that's where it's going. Yeah. I, I hope so. Just one quick question, because you mentioned um, labor and. Can you speak up so we can hear you? And the energy costs. Um, so, how far do you think we are away from a system like yours put together, where it's like? you have the Internet of Things, connected devices that are automatically looking at the plant, measuring the soil, and then automatically saying, hey, add this back into it. How mm. far do you think down the line that it, is? It exists today. They have that in small boxes. Well, the, the facilities that we build, whether it's a greenhouse or an indoor facility, has an environmental control system. Right. And it's, it's constantly measuring you know, the temperature, the light levels, the CO2, and it's making real-time adjustments. Now, it's not yet internet of things wireless and and, and uh was it autonomous so you don't but it's coming we we do like we do because the every every second uh the sensors inside each room are are recording. are recording everything and there's graphs available and if you if you have a good crop or or a bad crop you can you can hit the replicate button Green or change model. it yeah you can say okay we had the best crop we've ever grown on yeah. pink kush in this room uh let's hit the repeat button and and you can do that. So so a, a lot of the technology exists. Um, there are there are a lot of wireless sensors that you can have in various locations in inside the grow room and around the facility, constantly taking data that you can use. But you get to a point where there's data overload too, where yeah. you, you you have so much data, it's like what do we do uh, with it? What now? do you do with it? Yeah. <laughs> so. And then you hire specialists to deal with the big data that you collect. Yeah. Um, a second question: How many grows there? Uh, how many? Uh, facilities you build out that are using LED systems versus like other types of lighting and how do you see a trend going one way or the other? I see I see the trend. The tried and true is the thousand watt double ended HPS light. Yeah. And, and some ceramic metal halide for, for veg because it's more of a blue spectrum. Uh, LED is here. It is here um, if it has the right spectrum. Right. So there's been a lot of studies, obviously, I've been in lighting for many years, and even, say, 13 years ago, people were saying, George, is LED ready yet? Is it ready yet? And, and we were studying it in, in plant growth chambers on different spectrums, different plants, how do they react? Because you've got to learn, and it, it's taken a long time. Um, they are still learning, uh, not just for, for cannabis, for every crop, yeah. how the, the interaction of light and the plant. Right? Because it uses, a plant uses light not just for growing and energy, it also uses it for information purposes, like how close right. is my neighbor? Yeah. Do I have to grow up or yeah, can I yeah, grow yeah. out? Is it time right? to flower? Yeah. Is it time to flower? Is <laughs> yeah. it fall time? Is yeah, it springtime? Yeah. Well, right. you know, yeah. so, so it uses light um, for, for many things. So there, there's, there's really a lot of plant physiologists and research scientists that are studying LEDs. Now, indoor... Again, going back to the return on investment, indoor, I do believe it's ready now. Um, it, it, they are a lot more money up front to buy. But if you look at, if you look at for example, the LED that we, we are starting to offer now, it, it produces 25% more light than 1,000 watt while using 700 watts instead of it. So 30% less energy, 25% more light, which means... Which scale is quite... And, and the nice thing about it is an LED, you can put it, you can literally put it 12 inches, 6 inches above the plant without cooking them, yeah. right? So you can put all that light on the plant rather than the walls and the floors. Well, plus, I don't know what those, the ones that you're talking about, George, but you can dial in recipes for light, right? Yeah, so, so again, you can change the spectrum with LEDs, whereas uh, HPS light, you're sort of stuck with what an HPS spectrum is. Yeah, they, they shift it a little bit this way, a little yeah. bit that way, but basically it's been the same for 20 years. 
Um, LED does have a payback and it is rather quick when you consider um, HVAC. So if you're yeah. building a place and you're using 30% um, less power and you're producing 30% less heat, well, there's 30% less tons of cooling you right. need. Yeah. Plus every month you're saving electricity, yeah. plus you're saving electricity on the HVAC because the HVAC is, is yeah, it's not as taxed. And those, so. those are the ones where uh, federally the government eventually is going to see, because right now they're just issuing licenses and saying, right. go at it, get us the supply we need to meet this demand. But fast forward three years from now when, um, you know, We've got flush to drain systems and water's going everywhere and we're wasting energy and the government starts saying, okay, it's a lot we've of let energy. you get away with this for a while now. Now you need to start rethinking how you're growing. Mm -hmm. Right, so now that LED may be at the point where we can start using, you know, it really is. It's like I'd, I'd say to answer your question, sorry, it's probably about a seventy-five percent HPS uh, or high intensity light. Twenty-five, is, is twenty-five because, LED. Is that because most <coughs> people just don't know about it or aren't ready for it? It's a little bit that. It's a little bit. I, you know, I've never grown with LED. Right. Does it? Does it mm -hmm. yield the same? Does it flower the same? Like, do I have to water the same? They don't know. They have never tried it. Right. So I'm going to go tried and true, thousand watt. You know, I know it works. Okay. Yeah. Is it the best solution? Yeah, it's arguable, but I can show you. I can show you numbers that are pretty interesting, leaning towards LED. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good is to that know. Like, is that in the last five years? Has there been a shift? How fast is it happening? Well, the LED got a, a black eye in the industry, say five years ago, and rightfully so because people were putting crap on the market. Mm -hmm. There was the wrong spectrum, uh, you know, terribly built, not lasting. False reports. False reports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the big one. Basically, yeah. blatant lying yeah, about yeah, exactly. about how efficient it is. Fifty percent more light and half the energy, and you know, and everyone's running out spending two thousand dollars on some fancy LED, and it. It yields half of an HPS. Really? Yeah. yeah. But 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 in the last say, there's there's a, there's a couple of good companies out there, uh, manufacturers that have really stepped up the game and done it right with full spectrum, studied the spectrum, built a robust you know LED fixture, and 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 tried it and and had higher yields. You know, and I mean, the thing with LED is. Indoor, you can grow on two or three levels high if right. you they're want. They're stacking. Yeah, they're stacking. Course, it. Yeah, they're stacking. And why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, sure. And yeah. you just—it's yeah, essentially you the same HVAC you're putting in That's anyway, right. just a little more so uh, dehumidification. Are, are moving towards that now, anyways. At least the new grows are all moving towards. Ask that. me what I would build. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. What would you build? What I build an indoor place with two level rolling benches and LEDs. It just makes sense. And he'd run ample organics. And, and I would, and I, I would I, run well, ample organics. I would organics. run ample organics. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> you know, so That'd be the first phone call this I is made. Gonna, just bring me to, my, to the, the last question. And first I want to say, I, wanna, I, I think you actually may have even changed my opinion slightly. And one of the, as to one of the reasons why I would use specific LPs. Mm -hmm. um, if it's, it's going to improve patient care mm -hmm. through the use of ample care. Mm -hmm. which is great. Uh, I don't know why it's called organics, but I, okay, great. <laughs> Sounds great. We're organic. Yay. Yeah. We use computers because that's organic. Well, according to a millennial. Um, <laughs> actually, funny story. I was taught, I just gave a lecture to about a hundred nurses on Monday uh, through the Lynn, through our, um, our, she's trying to write the time so I would shut up, but I'm not going to shut up. 
So uh, one of you can't stop this one, show. So this one of the stop. nurses had a nursing student. <laughs> yeah. And the nursing student is <laughs> we're picking on millennials today. Jeez, these poor guys. You do realize that everyone at my office, is, seventy-five every, millennials. The whole workplace I have to is to, Listen, right? I, I'm, I'm listen, like a senior citizen. Listen, I, I feel like I'm. <laughs> listen, I, I'm. I'm just as. I'm just as lazy. I'm not. But uh, they're not. They just are more efficient. They are more. They're efficient. super efficient. And yeah. Brilliant people. Brilliant people. <laughs> So anyways, so oh, they, video in, too. Order, <laughs> in order to call in or in the hospital, in order to call radiology or to or when you have to, you know, liaise with somebody else, you have to pick up a phone and actually call mm. and speak to them. Say, I'm going to send X down. The student wasn't comfortable getting on the phone to talk to somebody because they're so used to texting. Wow. And so it, the feedback was, Oh, you need to get comfortable, go home, and use the phone and actually talk to somebody on the phone. Yeah. Kind of sad point of view, know, you know, wow. but, like, that's the Where that's are we going the, here, that's right? The world. People can't even talk to people anymore. Can't even or talk. Or they don't have the skills yeah, to no. have a conversation. Yeah, no, well, no it's, skills. It's funny. I actually, I went back to school again as a mature student and studied so advertising, mature. right? Yeah. yeah. Mature. mature. I was, like, I don't know how old I was. Yeah. 35, maybe? All right. So I went back and studied advertising and, actually, a Mohawk. And, uh... There was a course that I had to take in advertising, and it was about communication, right? Well, studying advertising, but it was right. it was like a theater course. And I'm like, why are we taking this? This doesn't make any sense to me. After the 20-plus-year-olds got up there, I'm like, I get it. Mm. I get it. And no fault of their I'm not saying this is their problem, just right? They, this is, we're this given is just, the tools. Right. It's a different time. Yeah, 100%. Different world. But yeah. we love you, millennials, All because you're our future. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Every so one point being now, where are we going in the future? What's legalization going to bring? You brought up a good point about the price of a pound of cannabis in Oregon. You know, I think that, uh, you know, come, come mass distribution, you're in the price of cannabis, medical, recreational, lifestyle, whatever. It's all going to equal itself out because it's just a matter of numbers. Yeah. But where's technology going? Where's where's Amazon well, going? Well, I think that um, first of all, we have to contrast Canada to what's going on in the U.S. Right? Yeah. So we're different. Uh, we're completely different. So Very first of the G20 to to federally legalize, right? Right. Um, which changes the entire playing field. Now we're able to import and export cannabis in large amounts around the world with any other country that is also legalizing. You can right? care, take your cannabis on a plane to a different country as long Eventually. as it, it, well, you can now. As long as, they're legal as long too. as it doesn't come ac fly across U.S. territory. Mm. Yeah. So I have patients, uh, okay. for example, that I'll okay. take. I won't say which countries are just in case they can't. But I have that. I have patients that that call the actual embassy. Yeah. And they're going to international countries where you would think yeah. there is no way that you're going to get there without getting your arm chopped off. Right. 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 And there's as long okay. as you have a medical document, you can bring it into our country. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I didn't, I didn't know that either, but that was excellent. It, it I just should, learned it that. Should, yeah, you should be able to. Yeah. Uh, 100%. So where does Ample look at that in the future? Yeah. So the, the idea would be is that we are able to provide uh, a platform that our clients can use to be able to import and export large quantities of cannabis. We also are entering a point when rec comes that, you know, whether it's depending on the province you're in, uh, for instance, we'll use Ontario, the OCS, working under the OCRC, LCBO. Um, they are going to need to buy large amounts. Yeah, they're going to need to be able to buy large amounts of bottled cannabis from our clients. So Ample will be providing the platform and the the opportunity for them to be able to do that, right? And to be also able to track. You're like Bill Canada where that is. of cannabis. We are. <laughs> 
beyond you know, but, but more challenging. I'm saying like yeah. the monopoly thereof. Yeah. But, well, the thing is, is that the the industry needs us, hundred percent. Right. So what you see, and not the general public doesn't actually get to interact with Ample Organics that often. But right. we are behind the scenes, right? So I've always joked with with John or our marketing team to say we should just go old school, create a commercial, and say, you know, when legalization happened, we were there. Right. right? Yeah. You know, like yeah these, we are. Your when team. this happened, we were there. Right. Because we literally underline all of the industry across all facets. So. Where is the future as far as technology? I don't know, but we're still looking to just try and meet the demand. We're still, even if we took all the licensed production facility What's sites new technology? in Canada right now, which I think is 94, maybe 95. Well, LPs? Uh, licensed production facility oh, sites. Right. Okay? okay. So because some yeah. larger LPs have leading sites. And, yep. Yeah. Um, so if we took all of those, maxed them to the current, so we no more licensing, maxed them to the current growth space. We still do not meet the expected demand of the industry. Right. We'll Even for the medical, days. I mean, as a medical patient, go online and try and get your favorite strains. It's horrible. I don't. It's almost impossible. About, let's talk about mm. favorite strains. When we talk about medicine, we talk about required strain. Mm. So what we do here is, I, uh, we don't. What's your favorite strain doesn't work. What I do is, what strain do we believe would be most beneficial to you based yep. on, you know, whatever our assessment, and then we move from there. But patients can wait. Weeks, months. At the end of the day, you're still farmers, right? Right, and farming is never perfect. Which is why they need the ability but to be able to license, the, register at more than one licensed producer. That's where that all came from, right? Right, because someone would get used to a medicine, cannabis, that worked well for them, and then, uh oh, all of a sudden, I can't get it. Or some out, some right? places have some places have strains that are that some people have a flour that's good and some people have an oil that's good for them so 100 we don't I some hear, are doing elixirs now yeah, so and here we don't i don't mind splitting scripts between yeah. one or two places yeah uh, we don't do anything more than that it's just hard for us because what we don't have here is a management system like the you know they do in in, in say quebec where you right. can where you have a database i can't tell you if you're taking your script somewhere else most some lps weren't even listening when we started LPs weren't even listening to what I was writing on a prescription right. or on a medical document. Well, we don't have to listen to you. Like, <laughs> what, what, kind of, what kind of world is that? Right. But with the help of stuff like that you're doing, well, they, they can make it a lot more efficient for Absolutely. patients. And yeah. I think that's great. So, and the future is, the, it's a global market now. So you're looking 100%. at the global well, we, world. We, and Apple Organics is the, an international company. We, we do have clients uh, abroad. Yeah, uh, that's about all I can say right now. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but we do. So yeah, cryptic. We, yeah. yeah. Well, Jesus. the thing is, is that we, you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot of positioning, right? So we have to wait it's for it's stuff. It's a crazy yeah. world. Yeah, I tell you what, it I'm is. probably under 50 NDAs. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know what I can say anymore. Yeah. Might have to edit this all yeah, out. I, know. I don't know. Did I mention all, any names yeah. at all? Nothing at all. I don't know. Did I? The only thing we can, it'll be like silence, silence, silence. Max yield. Max yield. That's <laughs> all we can get away with saying. That's yeah. great. Where is it going from your perspective? You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say uh, there, there's not a, a lot of new technology. There's going to be technology that, that is sort of tweaked or improved upon. Um, Extraction machine. Exactly. And, and, and I, I'll tell you what, if you don't automate, you know, in two years from now, if you because because the 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 supply will meet the demand at some point and oh, there some will point, be oversupply oh, yeah. Yeah. whether it's two years three years five years i don't know yeah. but if you look at washington oregon colorado all those states they're all dropping 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 look at israel. and everybody israel has an abundance so, rate yeah if right? you do not automate mm. or get efficient you're gone yeah 
You're gonna, like I'm, I think there's going to be a lot of mergers right? and like, acquisitions. Yeah. It's all going to People are going to go belly up and, yeah, and get yeah. taken over by the big guys. Yeah. It'd be like um, the alcohol for sure. Unfortunately, ruling the world and all the micro growers will be left to fend for themselves and support of the community yeah. to back yeah. them up. Yeah. There's there's going to be maybe four, six, ten big guys, sure. you know, and, and then a lot of little guys, hopefully, mm -hmm. that can make a living and uh, do a good job doing, you know, doing micro stuff. So And then the world's going to explode and we'll start all over. <laughs> Reset. When does that? When does the reset? <laughs> reset. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in in, far, in terms of technology, it's going to be more about efficiency and energy efficiency and, and labor savings for on our end. Do you? Can I ask you one last question? What about you know going off the grid with this energy stuff? What if you're What if you're drilling down and using uh, like geothermal? Thermal. Geothermal. geothermal. Yeah. We do. We are working on some projects that are geothermal really? at the moment. Yep. Because yep. I feel like that would save a, a ton yeah. of energy. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, solar solar right now is, uh, I mean, you'd need a huge field of solar to power all the lights yeah. and HVAC yeah. and an in indoor grow. Um, you could supplement, though. Mm. All right. Well, I think we've, I think we've done it. I think we've. Are we there? That was great. Jeez, that we, was we a great, another great hour. I know this we is didn't a great even get conversation. To play we didn't. Usually, you got to get high for that first. Oh man! But we have a mm. grower, and or we have, <laughs> no, sorry, I don't grow. Yeah. I just make flowers. I grow. I yeah, I grow. I've <laughs> got an MMAR guy here. I uh, thank you both for coming on here, and I think thank both you. what what thank both you. Of, what both you offer to the industry is outstanding, and it's only going to keep on growing. I've learned a lot from both of you, um, specifically. I'd like to work with LPs myself who, who use both your services now that I know about what your services actually do. And, uh, and you can us. trust. You just got to rave you from the horse's Yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah. Like no, I Googled. Here. I Googled. Yeah. I, Google's a little slow for my, for my Generation <laughs> X hands. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we had a blast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. And Thank you. Well, Thank you. Once legalization happens, I'll bring you back and we can talk about what you're doing then. Yeah, awesome. for sure. Awesome. Cool. Thanks.